Um, I mean, that's good news, isn't it? That the Lord has intended something better. We put ourselves in a mess, just like we talked about with the gospel, that by sin, we have put ourselves into a mess that not only brings death, but brings so much heartache and brought pain in ways that God originally did not intend. But he allows those things also to turn our eyes and to say, we have a need. We need him. And you know what? The world doesn't always understand that need. And yet he has given us the privilege to take that message and to go share it. When Jesus was with his disciples, he had died and resurrected. And then he said, I'm about to leave this place and go back and sit at the right hand of my father. But I'm going to send my Holy Spirit to be with you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the world. Well, guess what? Those people that he spoke it to aren't alive anymore. But God gave that same mission to everybody who's in the church. Everybody. So if you're a Christian, your job is to be on mission for Jesus, whether you're singing with a microphone in a group or whether God puts you in a relationship with somebody in this community, a friend just at the store. You're on mission to share the great and incredible news of the gospel that God desires to save people. Now, that message that we get, this thing we call the gospel, sometimes when we go out, we say, do I really have the right to say that? Can I tell somebody that if they don't know Jesus, that it's going to be destruction for them? And let me tell you what Jesus told his disciples. He said this in Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse 18, it says, and Jesus came and said to the disciples, this is after his resurrection. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So Jesus, before he leaves, says, you're going to go make disciples. And the words, words there say, as you're going, make disciples. So When you're going to the store, go make disciples. When you're going off to work, go make disciples. When you're going to school, go make disciples. God's going to have you go and do a bunch of things in life. As you're going to do those things, go make disciples. Really, can I share that? Can I share that message that the person that I'm talking to is a sinner? And that the only way to be saved is God? Yeah, you know why? It's because Jesus told his disciples right there. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And so I'm giving you some instructions. Go. Go and make disciples. What he's saying there is this. It's the same thing that in the Hudson household. I'll tell one of the kids to go tell one of the other kids, you need to go clean your room. So the one child will go to the second child and say, you're supposed to clean your room. And the child who receives it says, oh yeah, well who says? You ever heard anything like that before in your family? And have you ever said anything like that before? Yes, you have. But the person who came with the message comes and says, it's time to clean your room. And the person says, who says? And doesn't it mean a whole lot more when the person who bore the message says? Dad says. Why? Because mom and dad have authority. They've given instruction and the instruction was given to a messenger and says, the reason I can tell you this isn't because I came up with it on my own. I want to be an ornery brother or sister. It's because dad said, this is how it is. And Jesus said, 
All authority from dad's been given to me. The father gave me all authority in heaven and on earth everywhere for this message, the good message of the gospel. So go and take it, knowing that you have the authority. You have been given the charge and the command. And in fact, that's called the great commandment. Go and take that to the world. Go and share that story. When you are in front of, you have the authority and the right, not because our country gives it, not because uh, the, 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 the community gives it, not because even your grandma said. It's because Jesus said that you have the authority to share the gospel because his father said. Amen. So we get to go and share that message. Now, today we're going to do something special because, yep, we're supposed to go all the time. But we have something really special that's starting tomorrow. Anybody tell me what that is, front row? School! School is starting tomorrow. And so as we are going all over the place, sharing this gospel message, making disciples, there are things that come up in our life where it says, now here's a moment we know is coming. We know we're going here and we get to go share the gospel. Sometimes we'll do that with missionaries when we say we know that they're about to go to Africa or to China or to, uh, somewhere. And we'll say we know they're going. Let's pray for them. Well, tomorrow we know that we have missionaries going to school. I believe the greatest missionary force on the face of the planet are kids. Jesus said they act by faith. They they this trust Jesus. They know it's truth and they will go and they will share Jesus, I am always encouraged by the way our boys and girls, our youth, our teens just go and share Christ. I wish I had their boldness. I wish I had their courage. I wish I had just the simple way of sharing about Jesus. Just like this is him. This is his love. This is what he's done. This is what you need to do. Our kids were talking with a friend recently. And. uh, And and the kid said, uh, why I don't believe in Jesus. And I think it was just matter of fact, like I don't really know anything about him. I don't I don't I don't really believe in him. And the and the kids were like, you don't you don't believe in Jesus? He says, no, is that a problem? Can I can I not be your friend anymore? Really? Is is, is that going to be a problem here? And their response wasn't like, well, you can't be our friend. You can never come to our church. You can't come to our party. Their their, their reply was this. You're going to die. Here, this this friend that they love said, I don't know, Jesus, is is there a problem with that? It wasn't going to be a problem about being friends. The problem is you're not a friend with Jesus. You're going to die and then you're going to have to stand before his judgment seat. And he's going to say, why did you not accept my forgiveness? And I love that there was that opportunity right there with that friend to say, well, here's what Jesus has done. This is why you need him. Our kids are ready to go. Our kids are ready to share. And we have this opportunity to say tomorrow they go into a mission field that right now in our culture is looking to tear them up. Our world is saying, go ahead and pollute their head and their hearts with all kinds of garbage. But I have I have a secret. Is that the most powerful force on the planet, the gospel itself, is going into that school with these kids. And with our teachers and with our volunteers and with our parents, we get to go in and share the good news of Jesus Christ and do battle against the ways of the world, the humanistic, selfish ways in which we are treating the minds of our kids. Let's go get it. 
Let's go share the gospel with our friends so that they can know Jesus and know that man, I don't need to be scared of death and I don't need to be scared of sin because Jesus did away with those for me. I don't need to be concerned about the bees and I don't need to be concerned about band-aids because we just heard we're not going to need those. Jesus has been so good and it's a good message and we have missionaries about to go to school. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going to commission them. We're going to commission the kids. We're going to commission the teachers. We're going to commission parents and any volunteers. And we are going to commission them to go in the school as missionaries. We're in partnership with them. I want to read real quick a commissioning service that happened in the scriptures. This comes from Acts chapter 13. Paul, who we talked about before, he came to Christ And he would go out on these missionary journeys and he's in this church at Antioch and he's praying and fasting with some of the the leaders there at Antioch. And it says this, that while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul. Saul was Paul's other name. Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. Then after fasting and praying, They laid their hands on them and sent them off. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And if you follow their story, they go on this great missionary journey that's just awesome. But did you see where it started? They in prayer with the community said, Lord, what do you want? And the Holy Spirit spoke to them and said, set apart for me, pull apart. I have a special mission for Barnabas and for Saul. Set them apart. And it says there that they 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 were fasting and they're praying. They laid their hands on Barnabas and Saul and commissioned them. And it says that the church sent them on their journey. And the very next verse says that the Holy Spirit sent them on their journey. So which was it? Was it the church that sent them on the mission or was it the church that sent them on the mission? It was both. In the name of Jesus and by the direction of the Holy Spirit, Barnabas and Saul have been set apart for the missionary journey that lay before them. And guess what? Tomorrow we have a missionary journey that lays before these kids. It's not been set apart for me as a, as a student. I'm not going back to school. But these kids, they're going into it. Our teachers going into it. And parents, yes, going into it. They have been set apart right now for this opportunity to go and share Jesus with friends, with bullies, teachers. We have the opportunity to go and send them. So what we're going to do today is we're going to commission commission our school-bound friends in this community. And I want to give some encouragement as to how you can do that, kids. First of all is this, on the way to school, before you ever get there, when you're riding to school with your parents or your grandparents, or maybe you're on the bus, before you get there, pray and say, Jesus, today, would you help me to share about you with my friends? Would you help me to go share Jesus? And you know what? He's going to remind you during the day that when you're talking to somebody, you need to share Jesus. He's going to remind you that, hey, I prayed for this moment. I pray to share Jesus in this moment. We, used to, we still do. We drive on the way to school with our kids. And every day on the way to school, we pray for the school day that they would learn their math and learn their reading and learn all those things. But for the opportunity also that they would share the gospel with friends and with teachers. 
And I loved it one time when we would go, we were at this co-op preschool. We would pray on the way to the preschool. And I loved being out and among our kids when they were with the other kids. Hardly any of them knew anything about Jesus. And they would be with the kids and they would be with the parents and they would be with the teachers. And you know what? Man, our kids would just rattle off the gospel, not in just some robotic way, but, but say, you know what? Jesus can heal you. Jesus loves you. And so pray before you get there, because when you get there, then it's the opportunity to pray or uh, to, to, to share. And then also, kids, um, one of the things that this church is committed to is helping to, to teach you about Jesus so you know what to share about Jesus. So that's the opportunity you have when you're in Sunday school and Bible diggers and in youth group is to keep learning about Jesus so that you can share about Jesus. Train up in the Lord. Learn your scriptures. Uh, and we're going to do everything we can to help train you up. OK, so. Pray before you get to school. And then when you're at Bible diggers, recognize and and those things, recognize that you're being trained to go share about Jesus. So what we're going to do now is we're just going to pray for these kids. What I'd like first, if if we have any teachers in this building right now, any teachers or uh, teaching assistants, would you come forward up to the stage with me? Do we have any of our teachers here this morning? They're probably at home preparing is what they're doing. But we're going to pray for them anyway. All right, any, any kids, I want you to come forward and along with parents of kids that are going to school, come on up. Are you, any, anywhere, you can be anywhere from preschool all the way up to college. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Come on up, we're going to pray for you. And then with all these uh, people up here, if you I mean, this is look at this chunk of our church that's being set apart for this special mission. This is awesome. And, and what a great responsibility that we all have to to feed into them and encourage them and pray for them. As this goes on, there's going to be opportunities during class, a recess, ball games, uh, fundraisers, all kinds of opportunities for us to share about Jesus. And this whole church is behind you. Look at this. This is awesome. Um, and I'm going to ask at this time if the deacons would come forward. And in our passage today, the leaders of that church put their hands on them. And so I'm going to ask the deacons if they would come forward. And we're just going to gather around you. And we, like the Holy Spirit, uh, together with the Holy Spirit, are going to commission you and pray that the Lord would send you into the school to share about the Lord and that he would encourage you and walk with you every day. Because one of the great things that Jesus said to his disciples is. I'm never going to leave you. I will be with you always, even to the end. So tomorrow, some of you might be anxious already going. I don't know how tomorrow's going to go. I don't know. Maybe some of the kids. I don't know where my classroom's at. I don't know if I'm going to like my teacher. You know what? The Lord's going to be with you and he's going to help you even just what you're going through in your day. And one of the best things that you can do. Guess what? There are a lot of other kids who are going to be having the same feelings. And you might need to be a friend to somebody. Maybe the way to help with your anxiousness, the Lord's going to use you to say to somebody, hey, can I be your friend? Can I sit with you at lunch? Can I, can I pray with you? And you can go be a friend to somebody who needs it tomorrow, okay? Well, let's pray for you all. And I'm going to ask for you who are sitting out there still, you're a little too far to lay your hand on them. But if you want to, you can just kind of reach out your hand in a symbolic, you know what, we're putting our hands on you, kids. We're commissioning you for this great work of the gospel mission to go to school. So if you would at this time, you can go ahead and reach out your hands. And if parents, if you would put your hands on your kids and and we're just going to go ahead and, and lift up these kids and commission them on their missionary journey to school.
If I could just have a couple of volunteers to go ahead and pray out and then I'll close after after you do. Father, we thank you for this great news, the gospel that we get to share. It's a privilege. Lord, I thank you for these kids and these families, Lord, and just the special opportunity that they have to even get an education. And how much greater than that in that sphere, Lord, that you would provide the opportunity for them to share about Jesus. And so, Lord, I, I pray, first of all, that you would just protect them, Lord, that you would that you would cover them in the armor of the Lord. That you would protect their minds and their hearts and their desires, Lord. That you would uh, give them health and that you would provide them with peace. Lord, I pray for the opportunities that they're going to have with, with other students. Lord, I pray that you'd help them to be aware and to make good on those opportunities. Give them boldness and courage and bring back to mind the things that they've studied even here at church or with their, their moms and dads as they read the Bible. Lord, I pray... Uh, for the opportunities that parents are going to have with other parents, whether it be at a party or or a school function or just on the side with with ball games, Lord, I pray that you would help us parents to be bold as well um, with with others. Lord, I pray for the teachers and those who are um, counseling and and the, the different pockets and places where you've placed believers to be active in the schools and the principals, Lord. Uh, Lord, I just pray for all the staff that know you, Lord, that they would be a workforce. I, I know that they. 
have a lot of constraint, the feeling of constraint because of rules and laws. And Lord, I pray that you would just make them bold as well and give them the opportunities to share with co-workers and with students and, and parents and whoever might come their way, Lord, that this would be a great mission field for them. Uh, Lord, we do just continue to ask that you would help people to be saved before the day of your return. We know that you're coming soon. We can see a lot of the evidence of just how this world is. There's a lot of upheaval, and yet you said that these things will happen before you come back. And so, Lord, before you do, we pray that you would save many in our day. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen.